Welcome to a very special 2015 Major League Baseball Playoff Preview Edition of the Black Cast. Of course, the caster of ceremonies. Yeah, just came up with that for the first time right now. So proud of that. Christian Blatt on Twitter at ChristianDMZ. And who better to talk about the Major League Baseball Playoffs, particularly in a year where the New York Metropolitans have a playoff berth, than our old pal... Salmon, Mr. David Weiss on Twitter at dweisscomedy. Welcome back to the Blackcast, Mr. Weiss. What's up, America? America's doing well. America's got fever. Baseball America's fever. Baseball fever. And uh, we've got Mets fever. We've got Mets fever. It's been a long. Uh, it's been a long stretch. There since 2006. 2006, which uh, they had a great team that uh, got rolled by the uh, St. Louis Cardinals. So yeah. that was a very disappointing playoffs for. Metropolitan fans, but uh, we thought, eh, you know, good team, be together the next few years. And they get very close to getting into the playoffs the next couple of years. Really? They were denied. <laughs> well, no, if the season had ended September 15th, both years, they would have gotten it. But then they had to play for two more weeks. Well, but that's always, you know, that's the twist of the knife. Yeah, exactly. You know, that's, the, that's what being a Met fan is all about, is that you think you're going to get there. Yeah. And then at the very end, oh, no, I'm going to die. And it's going to be embarrassing. And that's why this year was amazing, apostrophe in the end. Notice I didn't say amazing. It's amazing. Amazing. Because the odds-on favorites to win the 2015 World Series were the Washington Nationals. Nationals. That's right. At the beginning of the year. Beginning of the year. This year's favorite, by the way, Toronto at 3-1. to one. But well, remember, gambling's illegal. Gambling's illegal, kids. But, uh, yeah, in, in the before the season started... Most of the experts said, well, the Nationals were good. Now they have Max Scherzer. What could go wrong? The answer, everything. everything. And uh, there's an amazing, amazing, now there's an amazing uh, three-part article in the Washington Post that you can find online. I can't pronounce the uh, author's name. It's like Sveruga. And uh, he... something with a lot of consonants. Lots of consonants. And he, uh, he wrote it throughout the season. And he got people to talk, some of them off the record. And, uh, you know, if he didn't have the ending until they were eliminated, and that's when it was published. So it was a happy ending. Well, as far as you and as I far, As far as I'm concerned, yeah. As far as anyone who's ever, you know, seen uh, Bryce Harper stomp around the bases, yeah, it was, <laughs> it was kind of fun. Bryce Harper, who showed up to spring training and said, hey, where's my ring? Uh, I don't know, but uh, you won't get it this year. Can't say you'll never get one. Probably when you sign with the Yankees, you'll get one. But, uh, yeah, so it was a very dysfunctional clubhouse, and I advise everyone who cares about baseball to read that article about the demise of the Washington Nationals. Uh, this entire podcast is really going to be devoted to the baseball playoffs. So if you're not interested, Will Sterling, you probably shouldn't listen uh, unless you go watch that episode of Quantico, you <laughs> right? Exactly. Unless, of course, you're someone who misses the sound, the dulcet tones, dulcet tones of Salmon Weiss. Then uh, just listen for the ambient noise. We've got a window open here, so we've also got yeah, and it's like it's like recording the the show in a in a building in East Harlem. Exactly, yes. it, which is you know just plays into the New York feeling. It gives us that whole East Side feeling. Yeah. So to have uh, this Mets team that especially the first few months of the season couldn't score any runs. <laughs> yeah, they got up to a great start. I forgot, I forgot to tell you about the neighbors. That's all right. The neighbors are very entertaining. We're, we're at my house and my kitchen, too. Yeah. Well, hate, hate to burst your radio fantasy bubble. If we were at my house, uh, Felix be a, would be an unintended participant. Right. So. We'd be at Kristen's kitchen table. Yeah, right. Exactly. And I've, I, I recently did a blackcast from my kitchen table. I told everybody. I don't hide anything from the folks. I want them to know. I'm very honest with the folks. Anyway, so, you know, the Mets didn't look like they were going to possibly run down a team as great as the Washington Nationals, especially there were some uh, stumbling blocks along the way, you know, going like weeks with only scoring, you know, two runs. Two runs yeah. And, uh, you know, they got 
they got no hit early by the San Francisco Giants. Right. And then they ended up getting no hit late, but that's besides the point. At, the, right. at that point, they'd already locked it up. They wouldn't be the Mets if they didn't get no hit twice yeah. in the season. And it's fascinating because, uh, you know, I tried on Twitter. I looked for uh, help on getting a stat for this from ESPN's Jason Stark, who seems to know all this stuff. He did not write back to me. But I want to know the last time two teams met in the playoffs where they'd both been no hit twice in the same season. Because the Dodgers got no hit twice in that's, nine days. That's a legitimate question. I would love the answer. That's not a crank question. No, I really want to know. And I think, you know what, I think Jason Stark is just afraid. He was afraid to find Afraid of the truth. He can't handle the truth. But, uh, you know, it was uh, it was great. And look, trading for Jonas Espinosa was huge. They had a couple guys come back healthy. David Bright was very well rested instead of usually being tired this time yeah. of year. And uh, they called up Michael Conforto for left field, which was not... Uh, they called him up from double A. From double A, from Binghamton, which is be- a beautiful park, by the way. And My wife and I have been on the kiss cam there. Because <laughs> it was camp day, and uh, there weren't a lot of options. I knew you'd enjoy that. That's why I told you. It's funny. I, I know. But you and I have never been on the kiss cam. Yet. No, not yet. Not yet. So... I know, it's exciting. And, uh, you know, they uh, didn't play well down the stretch the last uh, week in particular, the last couple weeks. They it's had an opportunity to lock up. Clinch. It's, yeah. like, it's like a bad case of senioritis. Yeah. And, uh, you know, they had an opportunity to get some home field advantage, and uh, they do not have it. But they don't. they don't. You look at the silver lining is that they're not starting in that cold weather that they have back there in New York this time of year. And raining. Yeah, I mean, a hurricane just came through. Yeah, I mean, the uh, the last weekend of the season playing the Nationals, you know, they had to have a doubleheader. They had to move up the start time seven hours in Philly. So there's yeah. some brutal weather back there this time yeah, of year. In fact, they did announce the game times for here. What yeah. Were like 6.30 six, six, six. Well, 6.45, I think, would be the first but pitch. But, what, yeah, what's 6.05. Important, what's important about that, not the For people who don't know. It's not the weather, it's the shadows. Yeah. If the what will happen is in these late afternoon start times. Which you would figure these would have been 5 p.m. Pacific, right. 8 p.m. Everything's for TV. Yeah. So add on your three hours so it'll be prime time on the East Coast. But here in Los Angeles at Dodger Stadium, you'll have a situation where the pitcher could be in sunlight and the batting box, the batter, will be in shadow, which makes it doubly hard to hit. Especially when you're facing pitchers like Granky and Kershaw. And, right. you know, the like flip they, side. Like they need an advantage. Yeah, and the flip side also, uh, DeGrom and Syndergaard, who aren't Granky and Kershaw, but they both had great seasons well, and are very hard to hit. you should mention that. I was looking at the, uh, the final stats for the year in terms of our goal to pitcher statistics. Sure. Just, you know, the real, this is the real Gronky. The nitty gritty. Nitty gritty. Stat stuff. But stuff that if wagering was legal, maybe you could bet on, but since it's yeah. not, you can't. But as far as like the top 10 pitchers in baseball go, Grunke was two, Kershaw was three, Jacob deGrom sixth, Matt Harvey eighth. Okay. So who was one? Uh, Jake Arrieta? Jake Arrieta. Yeah, yeah. That, that seemed like a... Seemed like a lock. It would make sense for him to be the uh, the Cy Young. That's not a popular opinion locally here in Los Angeles. I think he's going to avoid it. Yeah. We'll talk about Arietta in a little bit when we start breaking down the other series, but because we're us, we want to talk about the Mets predominantly. So all these pitchers really in the top ten. You know, if uh, Steven Matz gets a start for the Mets in game four, I was at a game where he uh, – he I don't know how many innings he went, to tell you the truth, but they, they didn't five, score on him. Five, five or six. Five or six. It, it was an eight to nothing Mets win, that his start. So, you know, that obviously helps when he can score some runs. And that's kind of the key is you're lucky if you're the Mets and you can steal game one or two. And then game three, you have to win against any, you know, any of the other. The Dodgers, the Dodgers weakness is that they have nobody to pitch game three that they really want to send out. Yeah. And game four, you're going to have Kershaw and short rest and Granky would be fully rested. The Mets are going to have. Matt Harvey pitching game three Correct. against we don't know who. Yeah. Flavor so, of the moment. Flavor of the moment. Yeah. And nobody so, was good enough down the stretch where you could say. Right. And nobody but, stood out. Nobody's yeah. hot. Um, Dodgers are just going to have to play it by feel. Yeah. And that's and, the, the and only start in the series. You that, don't want to play it by feel in October. No. You definitely don't. And, uh, you know, they are uh, similarly. Excuse me. 
Rocktober. Thank you. I'm glad you remembered that it's Rocktober. Uh, happy Rocktober to everybody. Happy Rocktober. Yeah, make sure you uh, you celebrate uh, accordingly. So they are similar, similarly constructed in the sense that uh, they both have very good closers. Neither one has an elite closer. Neither one of them has a Mariana Rivera or a Craig Kimbrell. Mm-hmm. But they both have good closers. But getting to the closer is a little bit of an issue. The Mets seem to have settled that down for the seventh and eighth. Dodgers still haven't. Yeah, they. I, I uh, no. Go ahead. Well, they they have. They seem to have the eighth a little bit better figured out uh, for a guy who was better the last month. And I actually is very very big on matchups. Yes, righty lefty. lefty He's like a West Coast Matt lefty, Williams. Lefty. Lefty, righty, righty. Might, might end up joining Matt Williams, depending on how this postseason well, goes. Well, if if he doesn't win the World Series, he'll be joining Matt Williams. I think if he gets to the World Series... I think he'll he, be calling for tea times. Yeah, I think if he gets to the World Series, which he won't, but I think if he gets to the World Series, he would keep his job. Uh, he, I don't think so. You think he has to win it? I think he's Well, considering how much money they spent, I don't I, I, I don't disagree with the sentiment. I wish, I wish we knew the amount of money that they spent, that they're over... You know, there's a thing the luxury, the luxury tax. tax. Yeah. So we're obviously very excited about that series. It'll be interesting to see how it all plays out. The first two games are just going to be electric. Yeah. You can't ask for better pitching matchups. You can't ask for two teams that seem more evenly matched. In fact, uh, if you were to gamble, which I said it's illegal. It's very much illegal, yeah. In Vegas, they have the Dodgers as a 6-1 to one favorite to win the World Series. The Mets is a seven to one favorite. Before the season started, the Mets were thirty to one to win the World Series. You know, most years I uh, am in Vegas in yeah. the spring, and I put down like five, ten bucks. Yeah. Then this year, I didn't have the chance, so uh, I missed out on that. You missed out on like almost I, well, like hey three hundred bucks. Yeah, if I'd done if I'd done the ten, wow. If I'd done the five, it would have been about fifty. We could have gone out for a decent steak dinner. Yeah, but instead we're going to Sizzler after this. Yeah. That's all right, though. You know, that's all right. I have a coupon. They just ask for a really sharp knife. <laughs> uh, you can break down a lot of uh, weak spots in both of those lineups for the Mets and the Dodgers. Yeah. I was fascinated to see in the final weekend that the Dodgers activated Yasiel Puig, who had been out for like 70 games, and you were under, in, under the impression that he was hurt enough. He wouldn't be back. But yeah. uh, there he was. And uh, I had a uh, spirited chat with a uh, fellow on uh, Facebook named uh, Daniel Beck about the playoffs. They're actually having a lot of fun back and forth. Uh, my original prediction was uh, Mets in three, assuming that they'd have home field advantage. I've amended that. Mets in four. But uh, Mine is Mets in five. Yeah, it's, that's a much more prudent call. And uh, this fellow that I've chatted with on Facebook, he said that the, the series will go five, but he won't pick. But he's a Dodger fan. So he won't pick. I'm like, what? You, so just pick your team to win. Pick your team. Yeah. Although when we get to the later rounds of the playoffs, I, I'm not necessarily picking the Mets to win, but that's all right. Anyway, uh, and I think uh, Puig for the occasional pop in the bat is such a de- defensive liability. I would go advantage Mets there because I don't know how many times I've seen him go for the Sports Center play where he dives and then the ball bounces around behind him and it turns into a triple. He is not a good defender. He's also not that hard to strike out. Advanced scouting on Yasiel Puig in the playoffs has not been his friend. It has not been his friend. However, just in terms of having him on the roster for the playoffs instead of having, you know, somebody who's they called up from AAA. Oklahoma City. The Oklahoma City Dodgers, by the way. Right. The Oklahoma City Dodgers after September 1st. You'd probably rather have Puig out there. Yeah, but, I mean, in terms of a a guy on the roster who could play right field, I would put Andre Ethier there, who's actually surprisingly had a good year. He's had a very good year, surprisingly. I used to always joke that he was the most popular 265 hitter in baseball because the way the crowd went crazy for him. But he actually had a great year this year. It's like he has a selfie of of him with everybody in the stadium. (laughs) Pretty much. So... It'll be interesting to see. Anyway, that's a little bit more of the minutia on that matchup. Are there any final thoughts on the Mets-Dodgers matchup for you, Mr. Weiss? I think it's going to come down to pitching, pitching, pitching. Yeah, pitching. I definitely agree. Yeah, no, and matter, no matter what, how the first two games go down, 
game three is is pivotal. Yeah. And after you know, after they turn the lights out on game three, then you're going to see the series really start. And it'll just depend. It could come down to something as simple as do you make a mistake to Ioannis Cespedes? Do you make a mistake pitch to Adrian Gonzalez? Right. You know, there's or, a there's a, a Lucas Duda. Right. Exactly. I almost I, I, who's been hot. I almost said or Carl Crawford, but then uh, inside I laughed so hard that. Uh, but uh, by the way, you know, you, there's two guys on the roster uh, that uh, the Mets are very familiar with: Jimmy Rollins and Chase Utley. That's true. Chase Utley will definitely hit a home run at City Field. There's, I would I would bet every cent I have. Is he even going to play? Rollins is not going to play. Rollins. Uh, they said that Seager's going to start. Yeah, but they've played them in different spots in the in the infield. They had Chase Utley playing third, uh, and Howie Kendrick, I believe, it was Howie Kendrick. You know, October is just not the time for experimentation. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like having Kelly Johnson play shortstop for the Mets, but that was a meaningless game, not a playoff game. Right. Anyway. So, uh, yeah, there's a, you know, just little things like that for people who follow these teams, and it should be interesting. It's going to be a great matchup. I would say the best matchup of at least the first round of the playoffs. But when you look at all the teams that are making it, I don't know any potential matchups that are better. You know, I think that the, there'll be great pitching well, in the NLCS, but we'll I, get to I am, that. I am looking forward to the Pittsburgh and, and Chicago game. It's only... Yeah. It's only one game, but which is great. I mean, you know, I th- they've been they've been butting heads the entire season. Yeah. Um, you know, there's a purity to these kinds of one game series. My best versus your best. Let's get it. The on. knockout punch, and I think it's uh, it's fantastic. I've enjoyed this format of the wild card the few years that they've had it. See, I believe Pittsburgh's been in it every single year, yeah. and uh, last year they didn't get past Madison Baumgartner, but. Myself, I see them getting past Jake Arrieta. Not so much Jake Arrieta, but the Cubs. Uh, Jake Arrieta, they just faced him uh, a week ago Sunday. Yeah, there won't be that. Uh, yeah. And they've seen him four times That now. factor of newness. Yeah. Or we don't see this guy that often. You know, we don't know whether he's hot or not. I think it's going to be you need to work the pitch count and just get him out. Well, I you think know, that's you can probably think, scratch out a run. I would say advantage Pittsburgh, yeah, yeah because especially because the game's have, in uh, Pittsburgh. But they also have a more veteran lineup. Uh, Chicago's two best hitters, Rizzo and Bryant, still young guys. Yes, and you know, also haven't been subjected to advanced scouting in the past, which you see a lot in the playoffs. People that, uh, you know, right. they're just swinging away during the regular season. Right. All of a sudden, Brian, everybody knows how to get them out. Brian strikes out. Yeah. So I do think that the uh, the Pirates have a bit of an advantage there because it's not like it's Jake Arrieta against <clears throat> me. You know, they're <laughs> pitching against Garrett Cole, who also had a, a fantastic season. Also had a great year. Yeah. And one of baseball's most highly rated pitchers. Yeah. So I think uh, that's going to be a great game. I'm excited about the National League wildcard game, and I do have the Buckos moving on I to uh, face the St. Louis Cardinals. Sorry, Chicago, all of our all of our friends in the Windy City. Uh, the, you know what? I don't have any friends in the Windy City. Oh, come on. You must have somebody. No, oh, I don't yeah. Know. No, you've got, you've got the – Hi! Well, you've got the ghost of Harry Carey. And you've also got the living large guy. Hi. Go Cubs. Cubs win. Cubs win. Anyway, yeah. So, you know, the Cubs will be living large. They had a great season. Good job. You know, Joe Madden's probably going to be the manager of the year. You guys live large. Go to Gene and Giorgetti's, get a garbage salad, and you'll be fine. You always get the garbage salad. Go to Portillo's and get a hat dog or ten. Anyway, that's how I see that going. The, uh... The sort of, I don't know, it's not really a marquee matchup, the Astros and the Yankees in the American League wildcard game, because they both shit their respective beds so much down the stretch, and a lot of times that doesn't matter. But it was the way in which they both did it. You know, Houston had a lock on the division for the whole season, and then Texas got good, and then Texas got really good, and Houston played really tight. Now, to their credit... They could have gotten knocked out of the wild card spot. It wouldn't have been that hard. Uh, you know, the Angels actually just would have needed to have wait. <laughs> yeah, well, no, they just needed to beat Texas one right. more time, right. and then there would have been a playoff, and there would have been a whole thing. Right. It would have and been a thing. 
if uh, if if Houston had won on Sunday, they lost to the Diamondbacks last game of the year. They'd be hosting the Yankees. That's how you know and the Yankees Which is had a big a, advantage. Yeah, the Yankees because... had like a four game lead in that wild card spot. So it'll be interesting to see. But you know, uh, Masahiro Tanaka is not somebody who scares you. And I've yeah. seen him pitch very badly uh, in the last month, a couple of times, especially against Toronto. However, he is not Dallas Keuchel. However, yes, there is uh, experience on the Yankees side, and I would predict that Houston will shit their pants somewhere between Jeter's first pitch and the <laughs> moment of silence for Yogi. Yes, no, that's true. That's a it's going to be an intimidation a, factor. It's a great observation. I forgot my belt for this recording. I would I'd give you a ding right now if oh, I remember to thank bring you. it. But uh, no no ding present. So yeah, I uh, I don't know. I do like Houston in that matchup. Really, I yeah. like the Yankees. Why do you like Houston? Uh, probably because I hate the Yankees. Period. But oh, I hate the Yankees yeah, too. But, but it's just that it's I the, have I have the common sense to be objective. Yeah. Well, I think you're, that uh, Houston. You're just a Houston played do or die down the stretch to make it. The Yankees were like, well, we made it. And uh, they didn't Where's look the Yankees? They looked terrible. They're like, and the Yankees were like kissing their biceps. Yes, right, exactly. And, uh, you know, uh, there's a little scandalous drama around the Yankees uh, on Monday. Well, you know. CC Sabathia not, checked himself into let's rehab. Make, let's not make hay. I'm not making hay out of it, but that's not like you don't notice it. That's a guy you all really like on your team. That's you true. Know, it's, it's a little disruptive to the clubhouse. That's all I'm saying. He wasn't going to pitch this game. He wasn't going to get a start in, in probably might, in the playoffs, yeah. period, because he's been so terrible this he year. He might have come out of the bullpen. Now we know why. Yeah. But, uh, you know, it's uh, – yeah. I don't know. I just think that this Yankee team is not – I mean, look, can they win a one-game playoff? Yeah. Yes. I just don't think they will. And even if they do, well, I don't for – them to, For them to give it up at home to Houston. Yeah. Would be amazing. I would just enjoy it so much. I want to see that. Look, they're both going to lose to the Royals. It doesn't matter in my mind. Uh, they would lose in the division series to Kansas City, who the winner of the wild card. I still, goes don't, I still don't see. I was looking over uh, hitting leaders and pitching leaders stat wise earlier today, and I don't see how Kansas City does it. They, well, I don't either. Have, but they, they have like one player in uh, Moose. No, not, not even Moose. No, no, they they do it with smoke and mirrors. They do, but uh, they do get it done, and uh, they they'll have the first two games in their ballpark, not in uh, the band box that Alex Rodriguez built, the new new Yankee Stadium. Tell <laughs> uh, Yankees Royals, I'm taking the Yankees. Wow, uh, I would say that that like you know like a dung beetle, you yeah. know, it just makes. it. Rolls it along, rolls that little ball of elephant sure. shit along. <laughs> they do. It, they are very good at rolling their elephant shit along. That's right. That's what I'm talking about. Think about A. Rod rolling his elephant shit. Yeah. Well, that's that's definitely what's happening. Uh, the huge advantage in this wild card game, the American wild card game, is the Yankee bullpen. If they do get to the bullpen, that's true. They have it's all, that's they all have, over. They have a lights out bullpen. Yeah. So figure it's a six-inning game. Yeah, and uh, I do think you can score some runs off Tanaka. It just depends on how tight Houston plays. Two-one. Two, let's say it's like if it's two-two going into the seventh inning, I, all bets are off. Yeah. If it's two-one Yankees, I, I say that's okay. That game is over. Yeah. You know, oh, if it's two-one Keiko, going into the seventh. You know, yeah. and let's say you know Keiko gave up one scratch run and maybe a home run. By the way, um, what do you think the odds are that Keiko is anti-Semitic? Well, because of the, because of the beard? No, no, his name. No, not at all. I, think, I thought he was one of us. He might be. You know, I don't even know. It's true. No, it's a it's a good question. But uh, let us know what you think. Tweet us at Blackcast. By the way, since gambling is still illegal, yeah, it hasn't changed. Houston fourteen to one. Yankees fourteen to one for the World Series to win the World yeah, Series. Yeah, it's uh, it's very hard as pennant odds to win the pennant. Yankees are plus seven hundred, and so is Houston. What that means is, if you wager a hundred dollars, you'll win seven hundred. Wow, it's too bad that gambling's not legal. Gambling, it's only sports gambling 
It is only legal in Las Vegas. Well, then what the hell is DraftKings? I see it all the time. I'm, I'm not a, sure. I'm yeah. not touching it. I, I'm, I'm not either, it. but everybody know, talks about it. I know that the government one day will make it illegal. I'll do it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I'll get caught. Like people that I know who had a ton of online poker winnings that all of a sudden all went away. Uh, really? Night. Yeah, I, I know. I know a few people <laughs> when it was legal because there was that stretch oh, and uh, did not cash it in. So anyway, that's how I see that playing out. Now there's a uh, series that we have. Well, a series that's getting started. The other uh, American League division series. We didn't really talk that much about the Royals, but we can get to them in, in a later round because. I have them moving on, even though you don't. The Texas Rangers and the Toronto Blue Jays. Uh, Texas is one of those teams that they can they can kill you with their bats. Pitching-wise, they traded for Cole Hamels, who will be unavailable for until probably Game 3 because he had to go in Game 162 against right. the Angels. Exactly. So that's a huge advantage. you got David Price going Cole. for Toronto in Toronto. And then you'll have Ari Dickey. I would assume Ari Dickey. Yeah. Which he yeah. factors into the uh, heartbreaking uh, you know, scenario. So Texas, Texas, if, Texas, if I'm Bannister, I'm thinking 1-1 one, one split, go home, yeah. go Hamels on the mound at home. Yeah, and you just uh, – I'll, I'll, I'll take yeah. that. But, I mean, you can score a lot of runs at uh, what I continue to call Skydome. I know it has a new name now, but that's just – I'm not uh, calling it the Rogers Center. The Rogers Century because of the way that they Centra. spell Yeah, Centra. So, yeah, and uh, I think that uh, I see advantage uh, Jays there. The way that they just kind of manhandled the Yankees in particular, but uh, they played so well against yeah. so many teams. They seem to be hot yeah. the entire summer. Yeah. I plus, mean, it, plus September. Yeah. After their trade, it's like the Mets. Every there was time, a trade. Every and time then I turned on SportsCenter, Encarnacion hit one four hundred. Yeah. In, in don't eighty six feet. Don't forget, or ha, hey, how many meters is that? That's important for up there. Uh, yeah, well, I don't know how many fucking meters. <laughs> I don't care how many fucking meters it is. But uh, don't forget Joey Bats, Jose Batista, and uh, they got Tulowitzki back down the stretch. And, and Donaldson. Yeah, the uh, probable with well, a definite, I would say definite AL MVP, Josh Donaldson. Yeah. Um, you know, Trout made a lot of great defensive plays, but that's not what gets you the uh, the MVP. No. So, yeah, I uh, I don't know. I just I, – I like Toronto in that series. and uh, It's tough to go against Toronto. I mean, yeah. They really – they they have if – there's, if there's one weakness, I would have to say that it's starting pitching yeah. after David after Price. After David Price. Cause Both the I, Dodgers and the Mets can go head-to-head -head with them. With Toronto. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Starting with starting pitch. And also with Ari Dickey, as as you know from the years he spent on the Mets, there are days where he's unhittable, right. and, then and there's then days there where he's very hittable. Very it all depends, and he doesn't know. Yeah, like he, he doesn't, doesn't wake know up in the Right. He gets in the bullpen and he's like, uh oh, it's right. not knuckling the right way. Right. I don't know. You know, air currents. Yeah. You know, oh, I cut my Jet fingernail stream. too short. Yeah. So anyway, I think uh, that'll be a uh, that'll be a great series though. But that's the series that's getting the short end of the stick uh, schedule wise. The uh, the Friday, so game two in that series is going to be at 9:30 a.m. Pacific time, 12:30 Eastern, on MLB Network because it's the it's the series that has one home market that is you know it's in another country. It just doesn't yeah, factor into your one is like the smallest market in baseball, Dallas. Yeah. Well, Dallas right. is the, yeah, Dallas is the other one. So oh, yeah, no, Dallas is Dallas is like the number five market. Yeah, it's not a bad market. No. It's so, a, but anyway, so that's the matchup. Sorry, matchup. Dallas. Sorry, Dallas. I'll find a legitimate reason. If it was Houston, I think I think you might have been thinking of Houston's Houston. bigger than Dallas. Is it really? Yes, it is. I know people are fatter there. I'd, yes, I'd ding are. my bell again if I yes, could. Yes, they are. I I just can judge both of those cities from their airports. That's people true. are much fatter at the Houston airport. I can airport. judge them by the pilot saying, "We're flying over Dallas right now." <laughs> And he's and he's got he's got some some brats uh, stuck in the jowl of his yeah, cheek. He's, he's welcome. So the uh, the other National League division series will be the Cardinals against both you and I say the Pirates. Yes, could be the Cubs. I see the Pirates having a very good shot at beating the Cardinals, especially right now. They're they're short a pitcher. Um, and I believe uh, Molina Molina's out in the first round for sure, possibly yeah. the entire playoffs. Right. I mean, they're saying he's going to come back. He has a left thumb injury. Yeah. 
uh, for for baseball people who don't know anything about baseball, that's the hand his glove is on. Yeah. So he can't catch. And yeah. His position is catcher. So that's going to be tough. It's going to be interesting. It's going to be a it's, it's going, going to be, be a struggle. It's going to be difficult. And I I think that uh, Pittsburgh has better depth in their rotation. Yes. And I think that St. Louis has a great St. Louis has a very serviceable closer in Trevor yes. Rosenthal. Yeah. Uh, he's good. Melanson for the Pirates, I would he's put. Been, I would say better. He's been elite this. Season. Yeah. So you know that's an advantage, but that series gotta, would take place. Gotta get to him. Yeah, and that series would take place in St. Louis, so that'll help. But oh, you yeah. know, you got your middle three games in in Pittsburgh. You Pittsburgh, know, or Wrigley, but I'm still saying Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh had a better record than the Mets or the Dodgers. So we're, yeah. not, we're not talking well, about like 97 games. Yeah, we're not talking the Cubs about, won 96. I, I know we're not talking about teams that backed in yeah. to a wild card game. Yankees. Yankees. These are serious major league rosters here. Yeah, and uh, I yeah, when it comes to the uh, the National League Championship Series, I do have the Metropolitans moving past the Dodgers. I find it very hard to foresee them beating Pittsburgh or Chicago. I see oddly, I don't know why I see it to be easier to beat the Cardinals, which is, you know, re- semi recent history tells me that no, they can't do that, especially cuz that was such a low rent Cardinals team that won the World Series in 2006. But yeah. you know what? They got it all together at the right time. That's even Ronnie Belliard on it. And oh, yeah. Preston Wilson. That's true. Preston and Wilson has a World Series ring. Preston Wilson has I a just, World Series. I just got depressed. <laughs> yeah, you should. Uh, everybody, yeah, you know, Carlos Delgado and uh, Beltran do not, but uh, that's all right. You know what? That team got it done in the thick of it, and I don't see that Cardinals team doing it. Now, a lot of uh, hay has been made that the Mets were swept in the season series by both the Cubs and the Pirates, which is not insignificant, but their pitching wasn't lined up. And it was also a very different Mets team. It was before, before the trades season. and the calls ups, the call ups, yes. and all that. So I still find it a dicey proposition for them to best any of the central teams. I, I, I you know, and it's it's easy for me to say that the Dodgers won't beat them if they advance past the Mets. in the Garden hard. Yeah, I mean, if you can, if the Mets are able to line up their pitchers again for a second round. But even if even if they can't line them up in that order, so you'll still have those three guys. You're still going to have those three guys plus Mats, plus you got Cologne in the bullpen, which like R.A. Dickey is a complete crapshoot. There's days where you look at Bartolo Cologne, you're like, I don't know how he does it. He gets everybody up, and then other times he serves up batting practice. Right, but you know if you need somebody to come in 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 the seventh inning to get out. A right-handed hitter who's not going to walk him and who's not going to panic will give the ball to Bartolo Colon. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, they are looking at having John Neese come out of the bullpen to face some of the Dodger lefties. I don't think that that's a great idea. That's such a bad idea. Flames on the Yeah, yeah, seems like a nice guy. He's been on the team for a while. He's had some good starts. He's the grizzled veteran of 28 of the starters. Yeah, he's he's like the sixth year senior of the college class that you just like. Ah, he's been around. Yeah, ah, he's, already, he's a good guy. Let's bring these. Already Nies. prematurely bald. Yeah, exactly. Let's just bring him. Let's bring these with us. It's fine. No problem. So, I see that series as a uh, as a as a tough one for the Mets. I see it as an impossible one for the Dodgers. The uh, NLCS. And obviously, I'm biased. That's the problem. I can't look at it objectively because I want the Mets to move on to the World Series. But I find it very hard to believe that they would. But I, you know, if I got to make an official on the record pick, I'll say, sure, why not? It goes seven and they somehow figure out a way to do it. Because the Mets would have home field advantage in that series because the Pirates are the wild card. So the fact that they won 97 games doesn't matter. I say Mets beat Dodgers, Mets beat Pirates in six. All right. advance to the World Series. We'll talk about the World Series in in a little bit. So you would have the New York Yankees against the Toronto Blue Jays in the American League Championship Series. Yeah. Now, how just, do you think they match up, considering just, the just, way that the Blue Jays play I the just, Yankees in the regular season? I think that's like 
four or five games series for Toronto. Yeah, okay, I yeah. just don't see it. Yeah, I mean Toronto. You I mean, know the Yankees seem to have a lot of short ball guys. And yes, I just kicked the table. That's okay. Right. Nothing fell, so Nothing that was good. Fell. We're still here. Yeah. People heard that though. That's yeah, why I explained to them. The Yankees have a lot of short pulled guys, <laughs> and uh, I just don't think that does it. I don't think that does it. And you know what we didn't talk about for the first round: uh, what the atmosphere is going to be like at Sky Dome, not Rogers Century. Oh, those you know, games against think, the Yankees were so loud. Gonna, I don't no, think I just think there'll be an excitement, and the players will probably, you know, they'll feel that. Christian newsflash: yeah. No one gets excited when Canadians do stuff. The 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 Canadian, Canadian players get excited. You know, no one will be excited not, at Yankee Stadium. By the way, in that wild card game, if George was still alive, he would have fired the whole team in this one off day between the last day of the World Series. Probably because he's like he's like wild card. That's for losers. Right. Yeah. So yeah, but it, it, you know, and I mean, I see the Royals playing the Blue Jays, and I also I don't see that as a particularly close series either. I just I just really? see the blue. Oh, no. I see. I see I, the Royals playing that same kind of baseball they played last year. Yeah. No. No. Look, I do too. And the World Series went seven games. Yeah. But I just think that that Toronto team, it, it's just so well put together, top to bottom. Again, pitching is an issue, but it's it's not like uh, Kansas City is trotting out. No. You that's know. why I would I would say Toronto is seven. Yeah. Well, that would be uh, that'd be a great series. I like when there's seven game series for teams that I'm not rooting for. Yeah. When it's a team I'm rooting for, I want it to go to the minimum so that I don't get I don't have the I don't have the agita, the the uh the heartburn. There has to be a good Yiddish word for that, right? Is there is there one for um service. Uh that doesn't sound good. No service I wanted it to have like a in it. I'm sorry. Yeah. Well that's I wanted it to be Keichel. It's not Keichel. It's not Keichel. So anyway, well that would bring us to the 2015 World Series, between our hopes, and again, you know, we are admitting our own bias. You can feel very differently about this if you're so inclined. But we would see the Toronto Blue Jays and the New York Mets in the World Series. And when you and I were texting about this, uh, the you know, before the in the season was over, in the dark under the pillows, yeah. You know, in, our, in the bunk bed that we share at Christian's house. We were passing notes in study hall. <laughs> and Heather Heather sleeps in a different room. She, yeah. She's with Felix. She doesn't yeah, care about me anymore. It's over. That's right. Yeah. It's all over. Everybody First kid that. comes. That's it. You know, if Christian she decides that there's a second one, she'll pay attention Christian to me for like a minute. Christian and I have had a two-month slumber. <laughs> we have. And we're going to wear our feety pajamas every night for these or baseball players. Our best feety pajamas. Obviously. And uh, so when we were talking about the playoffs, I uh, painted a scenario uh, that just fits in well with the heartbreak of the uh, New York Mets would be uh, R.A. Dickey pitching for the Toronto Blue Jays at City Field in, say, Game 5 and going the distance, getting the final out, recording a victory for the Toronto Blue Jays over the New York Mets. And... Let's say Cespedes takes a called third strike for the final out. Like Cespedes like is kind of like the big, juicy, yeah, looping. He's like the ball. new Beltran, you know. So it just it's just what I expect could happen. Um, I do think that if the Mets were to advance to the World Series, which is very hard to say out loud because you get very because superstitious we, about these things. Because we're Mets fans, yeah, and. We, you know, have, we have 50 years of pain and suffering. Yeah. By the way, the Mets won the World Series when I was 10, so that wasn't so bad. Well, I was I was 7. When they won in 69. Yes. Yeah. And yeah. then you had them get to the World Series in 73. Right. And then there was a, there was a little stretch. A little stretch of 13 years. And you went to school in Philly when they won the World Series in 1980, right? Yes, I yeah. was there. So you got to see that. I saw that on the uh, that new invention, the telebox. Television. I'm, oh, I, I'm like I'm not sure what to, what, what what you watch things on down there in Philly. I, well, in 1980, you know, in 1986, yeah, you know, before the internet, it's true. You know, it was there. There was a radio. You could hear Bob Murphy call the uh, the Mets games. So you know, look, I I'd like to. I can see ways that the Mets 
measure up well against the Blue Jays. It's in terms of starting pitching. I would say the same thing about the Pirates. Uh, I would say that the Dodgers would match up okay for the first two games. It's just, you know, if you have Kershaw against David Price. Yeah. In Toronto, that's definitely a toss-up. That's a toss-up. It's a huge toss-up. So it's really hard to say. And I don't – I'm going to assume at some point in his career – Kershaw's going to win a postseason game. Well, there's that. In Kershawian fashion. And some – point in his career, Kershaw may have started at Rogers Center. It seems like a very unfamiliar, uncomfortable place. Yeah. It's turf. You know, that's not going to be good for Puig, who's going to do a face plant. Yeah. Carl Crawford would probably break a leg. And look, those guys, guys for the Mets that would do the same thing, you know? So, yeah. And, uh, you know, Pittsburgh matches up well. I, I think the National League team matches up better against Toronto than the National League's me- measured up against American League teams the last few years. You know, although the every other year that the Giants won, right. they they right. don't on paper match up well, but they manage to win every other year. The Giants, sure, and I mean they they won on one guy's arm, yeah, exactly, you know, which which is possible to do. I mean, let's say that Kershaw gets hot, even hotter than he is now, yeah, or or Granky, and those guys can just carry you all the way through, yeah, because you're untouchable. Yeah, and it gets frustrating, and guys go into slumps. And there's a lot of you know there's a lot of excitement down the stretch about the way that uh, Kershaw pitched. Yeah, but you know I mean he pitched against a depleted Look, Giants he, team and against the Padres if on, team. If on Friday he goes out there, yeah, and they, the Mets hang a three on him in the first inning, Dodger fans are going to be well, they won't be there yet. They'll still be in the car. So they'll no, sit down and be like, what the fuck happened? They'll, they'll be like turning around. They'll be yeah. the other way. They'll be listening on the radio to your favorite broadcaster in all of baseball. People might not know this about you. I, Salmon hates Vince Scully. I hate Vince Scully. He hates Vince Scully. Now, let, let me say that I respect his... The fact uh, that he's done it for 67 years. He's done it for 67 years. I respect a lot of things about him. I think he wears nice shirts. He does, actually. But, he wears very nice shirts. But I'm I am great. so tired of listening to him mangle a whole inning with a story about, you know, some kid whose two sizes too small. I love stories about the kid who's two uh, sizes too small. And wouldn't you know it, he hit it over the fence. <laughs> oh, a triple play. That's fine. He's no, uh, he's no radio voice of the New York Yankees, John Sterling. No. Who you have no idea what's gone on in the game while he's, he's yenting it up with Susan Waldman. Right. That is hands down the worst booth possibly in professional sports. I've heard. The one-two punch of John Sterling and Susan Waldman. Treat yourself for some, some painful ear candy at some point, dear listeners, and give a listen to that. But, uh, yeah, so I, I got off on the uh, Vince Scully thing who you hate. But, yeah, if the Mets are able to score early on Kershaw or Granke, I see them winning one of those first two games, but not both. Right. But I do I do think they're able to beat yeah. one of those guys twice, you know, because they're going to have to. They're going to they're gonna have to beat series. either Kershaw twice or Granke twice. Right. With a score, and figure it's, the score is going to be 3-2, 3-1, yeah. 2-1, to nothing exactly, and you know, you know, it's. I mean, if these if these games turn out to be eight seven, you know, just complete slugfests, you know, more, you know, that would be fun. But that would be fun. It but just doesn't seem like that's. Yeah, I I think you'll only see eight seven in the uh, Rangers Blue Jays series. Blue-Jays. Yeah, um, I don't I don't think in any of the uh, Midwestern series. No, it's going to be too cold. It's gonna to be too Is cold. It already cold. It's already cold there. It's not New York in cold. Chicago. Yeah, well, Chicago, or of course. Pittsburgh? But Pittsburgh, yeah, Pittsburgh, St. Chicago. Louis? St. Louis is, will be a little bit warmer, but by the time right. that the National League Next Championship week. Series rolls around, yeah. week after, yeah, exactly. Like, there's no warm games in that series. Actually, I guess there's. Uh, I don't know. I guess well, Houston, if they end up advancing, that's indoors. 
So oh, right. potentially, well, so indoors. is Toronto. Toronto is potentially indoors as well. It would be indoors. Would be indoors because because it's probably like eight degrees Celsius. I have no idea. What that means. It probably snowed today in Toronto. It, it probably did, but they loved it. They were so happy. Well, they're Canadians. Yeah, they were happy about everything. Exactly. They're just happy to be alive. Look, I have a health card. Look. <laughs> Look at it. Universal health care. I'm going to the doctor right now. Well, they need that because their beer is so much stronger. Yeah, I'm going to have a beer and a donut, then I'm going to the doctor. And then I'm going to do the same thing. I do like Tim Hortons. Anyway, that's neither here nor there. So, do you like the matchup of the Mets against the Blue Jays in the World Series? This is very hypothetical, dear listener. It just seems that the Blue Jays have a little bit too much offense. And they have David Price, who you know, who cancel out the Mets' number one starter. Right. And then, you know, the Blue Jays hitters just—I think they're going to do what they've done all season: hit 425 home runs to the center field fence. Well, would you like the Mets' odds? You know, that's that's the official pick: uh, Blue Jays over the Mets in the World Series. Do you like the Mets' odds better against Texas, the Yankees? You don't have Houston in the mix. I like I like the odds better against the Yankees a lot. Yeah. If you know, if there were, if the baseball gods smiled upon us and gave us, would they really be smiling upon us getting another Subway Series? Yes, it would. It would be. It would be smiling upon us. Yeah. Because we'd be thinking of going to New York. That's true. But that seems like when Philly fans won the World Series in two thousand eight. Yeah. They said it didn't count because it was the Rays, who were a great team that year. Yeah, and then they said, and then they said, give us the Yankees. We got to the Yankees the next year, and you didn't beat them. Right. So you know, there's that. Yeah. So there's always see that's the thing. I it's just I'm having the Yankees get knocked out in the wild card game, but I realized full well the Yankees are the Yankees. They always manage to you know they don't have Jeter anymore, but no. they still have that. They're the Yankees. Yeah. They're, you know that they're not going to trip over their own shoelaces. Right. You're going exactly. to have to, and if you're Houston, you have to go to Yankee Stadium and beat them. Right. And that's a, that's a tall order that's for a, a mostly order. young team. Yeah. And, and uh, if you, you are, know. and if you're the team that comes after Houston, you have to do the same thing. Plus, you have to win three more games. Right. Exactly. So. It'll be interesting to see uh, all these games. Uh, this is a, a good uh, matchup. I like seeing some of these teams that haven't been in in, in a while, especially the Mets, obviously. But uh, the Blue Jays, uh, 1993, that was the last time. Last when they beat the Phillies in the World Series, that was their last postseason appearance. The Joe Carter home run? That I, was it, yeah. because They just moved to L.A. Yeah, that was it. was at a party. Oh, the Joe Carter. The, the touch them all, Joe? Yeah, I was, I was miserable. I was at some party with a friend. And there was it was given by a guy I had gone to college with, right? And people, you know, I was all I was just fresh from New York, so I was all into my oh everybody here is so shallow, everybody is so shallow. You forgot how shallow you were, though. I forgot how yeah. shallow I am. You you came back around though and realized. Yeah, it took it took about eighteen months. Yeah, that's what it takes. For, yeah, for my natural. Shallow. Yeah. To well, shine forth. the uh, Blue Jays and Montreal Expos had the best record in 1994 when the uh, strike happened. Who knows what right. happened over the next month? But uh, that their franchise that definitely cost the Expos their franchise. And this is really, from what people say, this is the first year that people have finally really embraced the Blue Jays. That's a I mean, there's going to be a front Canadians. Or? Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Torontoites. But, uh, you know, there's a front-runner aspect Torontonians. of Torontonians. But, uh, you know, there's a, there's a fact that they're good, that it's, you know, that they're actually playing this well, that they're selling out. But there's excitement, and there hadn't been in those 22 years. So That's true. So uh, Toronto's a beautiful city. It's like a clean New York. That's what I've heard. But you know yeah. what? They have a great like, Chinatown. I like New York dirty. No, I know New you York, do. New York is too clean now. Yeah, you, that's why you don't go. That's why I don't go. You can't go. Where am I going to go? The Bronx. It's like, I can't tell my son, wait here. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> so, I don't know. We're uh, both excited about these playoffs, and uh, we'll see how they go. And uh, maybe we'll do a little follow-up. It's all right that uh, you can disagree with everything we said, and uh, I Please hope people do. do. Please tweet us at Blackcast, and he's at D. White's Comedy if you have specific tweets for him. If you... Just want to uh, tell him that, you know, you're not shallow. Maybe you want to do that. 
you know, that's fine. Uh, so during the regular season, there's a, there's something that happened that I did want to talk about, which we didn't get to in the beginning. Uh, it's because I didn't really write anything down this, this instance. But uh, there was uh, an incident on the field in the dugout for the Washington Nationals in the final couple weeks of the season where uh, Bryce Harper, who is going to be the National League most valuable player, uh, didn't hustle out a pop fly to first base, which, you know, you shouldn't do. But, I mean, the they Nationals were, would have been buried a month earlier if Bryce Harper wasn't on the team. Yeah, and they were out of it. They were out of it. Fresh, they had, freshly out. They'd been eliminated maybe two days before. And in the dugout, telling him he's got to run it out, Jonathan Papelbon, who is one of the only players I like less than Bryce Harper because he's just he's got a bigger bar, body of work for being a douche. Tells me he has to run it out, and anybody saw the video, there was a back and forth, and, uh, oh, Jonathan Papelbon chokes the face of the franchise. Well, that's a mistake, really, you know, I mean, for a number of reasons. But I think there's a lot of old-timey baseball people who weighed in on this. I feel like what Papelbon said isn't wrong, but he's not the guy to say it. The guy that's been there for a month who is a relief pitcher. No, you need a position player like Ryan Zimmerman. He's just been suspended for... for well, he got suspended. Well, yeah, and that's the backstory to this, right. too, was that Harper didn't appreciate the fact that Papelbon threw at Manny Machado of the Orioles for admiring a home run earlier in a game. And here's the thing. John just, and Papelbon... Just to close that point, yeah. because Harper says, oh, well, oh, yeah. now they're going to throw at me. Yeah, exactly. Which they didn't, by the way, because no, they didn't. that's not the way Buck Showalter plays the game. No, it He's like, no, we're going to win these games and we're going to knock you out right. of the playoffs. Right. So uh, kudos to Buck there. Thank you. We appreciate that. But, uh, yeah, and so basically there, there's that little... You know uh, the background, backstory. the backstory on this, and you know so they get into it, and Pavelbon is suspended three games for that uh, throwing the pitch at Machado, but then the team suspends him four. They just don't want him to take them out. But Matt Williams from the Washington Nationals got fired on Monday, and there were a lot of reasons why he got fired, but very indicative of why he got fired is the fact after that altercation in the dugout. Papelbon goes out to pitch the ninth, gives up a couple of runs, and they lose the game. So, you know, if your player gets into it, I mean, he took, oh, he took Harper out of the game. He didn't take Papelbon out of it. Right. And he says he didn't know the extent to which that happened, which that's not a good excuse, because that's even worse. It's, an even, it's a terrible excuse. Yeah, it's bad if you're like, well, i got to go bring my closer in. And, I mean, look, bullpen management is probably one of the number one reasons why Matt Williams lost his job. But this back and forth in the dugout amongst teammates Tells you pretty much everything you need to know about the Washington Nationals. What did you think about it, uh, Mr. Weiss, when you saw that this happened? Well, first of all, Harper should have run it out. Second of all... I agree 100%. Papelbon, if he wanted to say something, he should have kept his mouth shut. And then maybe, you know, after the game was over... Just come up to him in the locker room. Hey, man, you got to run those out. It's true. I know we're out of it, but, you know, know, you're... You know, you're the number one dude around here. If the kids see you not running, then it's no good for anybody. It's you know, true. Something along those lines. Um, but like you said before, Applebaum has shown himself to be a world-class douche everywhere yeah. he's played. So, And even though the Nationals have him under contract for next season. And he has a no-trade clause. And he way. has a no-trade clause. Look for him to be in different units. He will be somewhere else yeah. uh, on opening day next year. Like I don't even think he'll go to spring training with the Nationals. They'll Maybe trade him in the offseason. Speaking of managerial openings, though, do you have any ideas for for the Washington, Washington Nationals? I uh, I'd love to hear it. What if the Angels fire Sosha and then he is free to take that job? I think that Sosha is a, is a good manager. I don't know. I don't know that he'll get fired. By the way, uh, they just hired a new GM. New GM, and right. yeah, a new GM likes to uh, you know have his guy in there. Right. But it'll it'll kind of depend because he is still very popular in Anaheim. You know what's popular, Christian? Winning. Winning is popular. Yeah, but you know you've been to that th- that making, stadium at Anaheim, making the playoffs. They just like to go. They cheer for a stuffed monkey. Yeah, exactly. So the stuffed monkey could be the manager, I suppose. Of course. 
Um, you know, I heard that the uh, Miami Marlins were uh, going to interview Dusty Baker, and when I read okay. that, when I read that, I just tweeted, "Ha ha 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 ha!" As many characters I could fit in, "Ha," and like I quoted the tweet that mentioned it. Uh, Dusty Baker, who doesn't have a great track record, and you know, he did a great job of giving the game ball to Russ Ortiz in Game Seven, yeah. no, Game Six of the 2002 World Series. And then the Angels came back to win and then won the next night. Right. So, you know, there's there's a lot of things. He's not a good manager. Let's just say that. He can he can get teams to the playoffs. Yeah. Which if that's what you if that's your end game, great. Dusty's your guy. Well, I mean also you don't have to be a genius to tell John Carlos Stanton to hit it hard. That's true. You don't. And you don't yeah, have he, to he can make anybody look very smart. You don't have to be smart to tell D Gordon to hit and run. No. Yeah. Either end of that. You can but tell them to do the hitting or the that running. is the entire Marlins organization is a grease fire. You don't yeah. want to, you don't want to go near you it. You don't want to go near it. I mean they're they're still paying Ozzy Guillen. <laughs> they're still paying uh the catcher who was the manager at the that. start of this year and I forgot his name. And they're Bob Melvin? No, 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 no. It's not Bob Melvin. He okay. uh but he was a catcher for the Marlins. I don't know. He was the manager when the season started. They replaced him with the GM right. because uh, Loria wasn't going to be paying he three managers. Yeah, so it'll be interesting to see who they go. I, I, I'm sure that uh, that the GM won't be the manager. So there's a lot of moves that can happen in the off season, and uh, you know there's a lot of uh, there's awards and accolades, accolades and all that stuff. And you know there's arguments to be made across the board. We were talking about Jake Arrieta should be the NL Cy Young. Case to be made here locally Who's for going to be the AL. The AL Cy Young is really hard because there isn't a dominant pitcher. It's, it, it could be somebody with an ERA like over three. You know, I don't even know who has the most wins Me in neither. the American League. Uh, I wish I did because it's probably somebody not in the playoffs. Because it's probably not. It's probably not David Price. I don't think. No. Well, he came from the National. No, no he, he came, came from Detroit. He came from Detroit, so okay. he could win it. He could. He but uh, yeah, there's no clear cut. No, there yeah, and I would say Donaldson for AL MVP. I already said I, yeah. I can't imagine Bryce Harper not winning MVP in the no, National League. His numbers are too strong. And I mean, he had 42 home runs. You know, he, yeah, no, he yeah. was the number. You know, he was the most he valuable was, player. You know, in both leagues. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's true. If they only gave out one, I would if say they Bryce gave Harper. Out one award. Yeah, and if they only gave out one Cy Young, I would say Jake Arrieta. So there's that, and then there's, you know, manager of the year. There's a lot of cases to be made. Uh, you know, I don't know that Terry Collins will win, but there should be consideration considering what he had to work with and then his teammate to playoffs. Well, Joe Madden. Well, everybody loves Joe Madden. Look, I mean, Joanna Cespedes could be manager of the year. He, he should be. He should be. Yeah. Just, you know, for putting himself in the lineup every day. It's true. That's a good point. Yeah, he's like, oh, I play every day. It's all right. So there's all that stuff to look at, but we're just excited to have playoff baseball starting uh, Tuesday, which uh, when Chris we all hear this is today, it's going to be great. And uh, we uh, look forward to uh, reading your feedback to our various predictions and our comments here. The mirth that we shared as we looked at the baseball playoffs. And the sharing of mirth. Yeah, we don't want to keep the mirth to ourselves. That's no, not fair. That's selfish. Share the mirth. Yeah, that's what we definitely Share the mirth. Share the mirth. So and I, and if anybody and if people are in the market for mirth at Dwise Comedy on at the D, Twitter, Dwise Comedy on the Twitter, that's the place I'll, to go. I'll share some mirth with you. Yeah. Do you do you have any any mirth you want to share on the way out? It doesn't have to be prepared mirth. Anything you you've thought of in recent days? Yeah. Uh, when life gives you lemons, throw them back and say "fuck you, life." <laughs> <laughs> you that should be a T-shirt. You know what? Maybe it will be one day. Maybe, maybe it is. Well, special thanks to our old pal Salmon, Mr. David Weiss, as we said, on Twitter, at DWeissComedy. My pleasure. And, of course, I'm on Twitter, at ChristianDMZ. You can follow The Blackcast on Twitter, at Blackcast, B-L-A-D-T-C-A-S-T. And, yes, you'll be impressed, Mr. Weiss. I paid for Blackcast.com. Cool. It was like $20 for two years. Great. Yeah, so I have blackcast.com, and you can like The Blackcast on Facebook. It has to be The Blackcast. Don't just seek out Blackcast because that's an imitator. No, actually, that would be great. If someone wanted to pretend to be The Blackcast, I'd be perfectly happy. Sure, we can use every 
ounce of help we can get. Exactly. Uh, all the all the downloads uh, and the and the streaming and the sound clouding oh, and all yeah. that, all the good stuff. Anyway, we uh, appreciate all of you uh, giving us a listen this uh, special installment. We'll be back next time with the gang, with the whole gang. Uh, we hope uh, you know uh, Coltrane, uh, our friend TK Ken has been on assignment, but uh, we hope to get him back. Agent Starling, he's always on assignments, but you can follow him on Twitter at WillSterling underscore. And, of course, Captain EO at Jeff DeRay on Twitter. And I didn't say, you can follow Coltrane at Coltrane Leagues. So that's the plugs for the guys who aren't here. But one more for the guy who is here at D-Waste Comedy. I'm Christian Blatt. This is the Blackcast, and we will see you next time on the Blackcast.